0: Oh gosh, it is already the end of February, and it is such a great time of year. This time of year, Camille, is so optimistic, and it's wonderful to have a chance to have a conversation with you today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. February, you know, it goes by fast because it's a short month, but um, it it definitely brings a little bit of, like, I hope winter is ending soon, and... Uh, the optimism of, of a new season, March, you know. March is the beginning of spring. And um, also for Stardust, you know, we're looking forward to uh, our microgrant awards. On the 21st is the deadline. So we're excited to look at those applications that people have been sending in. That's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. It's just such a hopeful time of year. And it's, it,
0: you just feel the energy of nature. And, and so I just, I think, I
1: think it puts me in a much better mood. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to our podcast topic today, which is mood. Um, and we're in the theme of intention and fulfillment. So I guess today we're going to look at how those two intertwine and mix and what we feel about them and... Um, just uh, different things that that we uh, end up talking about. So,
0: and and you know, I do think that we're we're loving these opportunities to just share our conversation. Yeah, yeah. and and I think that that's something that pointing this out might be uh, mentioning the glaringly obvious. But this is not a formal interview that we're conducting. We we, we really yeah. do like to just set up some of the things that we're thinking about that we believe are relevant and of interest to members of the spiritual alchemy community. So Cuz you. you
1: and I, you know, we have um we have similar thoughts. Like we have we do do have a lot in common and a lot of times we agree on things and sometimes we don't and we like to just discuss them and talk about them and see them through. So this gives us a platform um, through which we're able to kind of talk, you know, however long it is, whenever it is. I mean, it's been a while since we've done a podcast, but it's so exciting to sit down and talk to you like this about real stuff that matters that, you know, we think about all the time.
0: Oh and my share God! It. And maybe we can even model engaged conversation. That does not mean that we agree on everything, right? Yeah, you know, because I really do believe that sometimes Facebook types of uh, of social media relationships make it very easy to unfriend someone when you go, well, hmm, I don't agree. Boom, <laughs> done. You know, and and that we don't really have those kinds of opportunities where we we just want to explore our
1: different feelings and our ideas yeah exactly and like there's so much even even outside of social media like there's so much type uh, like so many types of content and and platforms like directed towards different groups on the internet that you can sort of and even not on the internet, that you can sort of go towards the one that you agree with most and just stick to that and that's your source of information that's your source of you know thoughts and 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 like and then you don't you don't mix with the people that you know have different different thoughts and um it's more you know it's important we should do more of that everyone should do more of that
0: i think i think it is and you know what we live in a very diverse world and if everybody just wants to stay in their own little cone of silence or their bubble of, you know, like minded thought, my good grief. That's mm. that's not gonna really make it all easier. So anyhow, yes. we've got the opportunity today to talk about mood. And I promise you, it is it just gives me goosebumps to think of all of the times this word is used, or that we, we like, I watched, we're we're on uh, FaceTime right now, we're recording this as a podcast, but we are able to see one another, so it's like we're sort of sitting in the same room, kind of, yeah, almost. Yeah, kind of. I've been in your room, and you've been in mine, so we can visually feel like we're there. But... I can look at you when you answer the call and I can go, oh, she looks like she's in a really good mood today. <laughs> do, you, do you ever do that? Like, you you see someone and you're already predisposing them to respond in a certain way. You go, yeah. okay, I better be careful because she looks pretty
1: pissed. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And so... Um, like, yeah, that know, happens to our... us every day, you know? The yeah. initial reaction... Um, what is that? First impression kind of thing that you can get from someone. You're like, oh... But a lot of times it's not even true. Anyway, we'll get into oh, that. Oh, I know
0: because you're you might be mentally distracted and yeah. and not even thinking about what they're thinking about. But there's this nonverbal communication that you you present yeah. in the way that you're you know either biting a pencil or you're you know you're you're anxious, whatever. But you you and and really it big. This gets back to that whole idea of mindfulness and metacognition and all of that stuff. Because even the people with whom you're encountering, they've got their own internal dialogue going.
1: Yeah, right? exactly. You know,
0: And so they're setting something up. It may not be at all what you're up to. But yeah, so mood presents itself in many
1: different ways. And, and actually, and I, 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 I have a quick story about that, which is so funny because it happened to me today. I was just at work um, a few hours ago, and, like, I was just, you know, you know, at the cashier, at the cash, just counting the tips, and, um, and, like, this huge group of six people come in, mind you, this is a tiny little pastry shop, bakery kind of thing, and we do make sandwiches, um, but I was alone, and six people come in, they were like, we all want sandwiches, this is crazy. Like, no one ever comes in. Like, you go to Subway if you want six sandwiches at once. So, anyway, I was like, oh, I was a little bit startled. I was like, okay, you're going to have to wait a little bit because, you know, I only have two hands, right? Um, so, let me write down all your orders, whatever. And I was like, midway through making the sandwiches – and it's this tiny place, so these people are all, like, staring, you know, sitting, and, and some of them are talking, but some of them are just staring at me, like, waiting for me to finish to make these sandwiches. <laughs> and, like, one guy comes up to the cache and goes, um, does it, does it annoy you that we asked, that we asked you to make these sandwiches? Is, are we being, like, are, are you annoyed? And I was like, no, I mean not really I'm like I'm fine I'm just like you know I'm doing my job and they were like oh cuz it you you look like you're really annoyed and I was like okay well thanks for I I kind of had to be sarcastic I was like well thanks for your comments sir I'm just going to keep working <laughs> but like I was like I must be giving off such a mood to these people like an annoyed mood or something <laughs> that I was anyway and I was just like no one's ever come up to me and said like some people, you know, they tell you to smile more or something like that. You know, they're like, oh, you look sad today. or Because there's regulars that kind of, like, know you a little bit and know your moods. But um, that was weird. And I just felt a little bit like this guy was kind of intruding on my mood. Because I was like, you have no idea what I'm feeling like right now. I'm just right. doing my job. And for you to, like, tell me that you need me to smile or you need me to be happy for you right now, even though you just... Ordered all these sandwiches, like, I don't know. Anyway, so that was just to say, like, it's so true that people don't necessarily know exactly how you feel, but. Well, and. They just assume things.
0: And, and it's really funny. Sometimes I'll even be writing someone back with an email or a text. And they're they're really people that I love. And I'll find myself smiling when I'm writing the email. Do you ever do that? Mm. And then you're like, you're going, oh, ha, ha, ha. You know, yeah. you're writing. And, and, and it's almost as if you're looking for the words that fit that special spot because you want them to understand your mood. And so many times when we're only communicating with emails or texts, You don't know the mood. You don't hear inflection. You don't see anybody. And then you take it all wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think when we're thinking about mood as it relates to intention and fulfillment, I wanted to get to some of the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. He wrote this incredible book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And I've read it cover to cover now, I don't know, four or five times. And every time I pick it up, it's got a new way that it hits me with the the information he's conveying and my own power to change the way I think and the way I feel and the way that the world then presents itself to me, right? So in in chapter four, he has a, a section on overcoming time, and you go, what does time have to do with mood? But, but check this out. He says, a mood is a chemical state of being, generally short, that is an expression of a prolonged emotional reaction. Something in your environment, and, and the, the example he uses is maybe a barista sets you off, or maybe it's that <laughs> woman at the sandwich counter. <laughs> right. Right? And, and you have an emotional response. So your brain gets into a, a chemical reaction, and that emotional response can either dissipate fairly quickly or it can linger. And when it hangs around for a time, then then it becomes this mood. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Driving home from work sometimes, I, I used to be able to go, well, I'm going to be in a bad mood when I get yeah. home. <laughs> and by God, I was, you know. Yeah. So, so, mood, it's an experience that creates, it, it starts with an emotional reaction. Now, it can be happy. It can be a happy thing. It doesn't always have to be negative. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I think it's fun to kind of document this a little bit. Like when you find yourself in a mood, how often the negative and angry or frustrated or scared moods outweigh the fun and happy if you're not careful? Yeah, yeah because- I was
1: gonna, I was gonna say that as well as like, it's so important to be aware of your moods, right? Because they are temporary. And, mm-hmm. you know, just like when you're going through a a, a bad phase, you kind of have to tell yourself it's temporary, it's gonna pass. Moods are, you know, moods pass. And like, it's so good to be able to track them as well, if you if you really want to be more mindful of them. Um and then like if you feel like this if you see that you feel like the same way three or four times a week you can be like hey this is maybe something i need to change or maybe maybe what's triggering this or whatever that's right um, and that's a really good, that's an important word i think there are some things that trigger yeah you know like a
0: smell or a song or especially when we're thinking about you know the grief to purpose discussions that we've had so far like whatever it was you you lost that um, relationship you you've had some type of physical injury you've lost a loved one whatever there there are these little subliminal almost things in your environment in that smell or that song or that 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 scene something will trigger and you can feel yourself Mm -hmm. having that emotional response And and so, Joe Dispenza says that, okay, so we have these moods that can kind of linger a little bit. And maybe they're hours or maybe they're days long. But a mood can turn into a temperament. You know, like, oh, she's got a bad temper. Or, you know, she's, you know. So, somebody's just got a way that they're presenting themselves over a longer period of time. Maybe weeks and months. But those temperaments, if they continue to persist can, can really manifest as your personality. Mm. You know, like, Oh, that person is just so such a downer. I don't want to be around her. Everything is always wrong. Right. I mean, I have people like that in my life that I personally avoid because those personalities then become your personal reality. Hmm. And, and the way that Joe, uh, presents it, is especially if that very, very, very initial emotional trigger is tied to a flight or fight response. Like if you feel like you're getting all anxious, if you retain that and you grow that over time, over time, over time, you really can be doing physical harm to yourself, to your body.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, you you get high blood pressure, you get uh, eating disorders, you get all kinds of things that are tied to that emotional response. So... When, when you find that you've got this negative mood going, check this out, sometimes that negative mood is what you use to look at a past experience and then predict a future outcome. All right, my God, I do this all the time, you know, and, and now that I'm aware of it, I, I try to check myself. But let's just say you're getting ready to have an encounter with a friend or family member that always ends up in some sort of a row, you know, or always there's going to be a disagreement or there's there's something that you already, based on a past experience, you go, oh, God, I can't believe she's coming for the weekend. Yeah. Oh. This is going to be horrid. And guess what? It's horrid because you're already setting up that predisposition to go, I know how it's going to be when she's here and I'm going to be in this kind of mood and then she's going yeah. to be challenging everything I say and
1: mm. and that's intention. That's like you're you're intending for that to happen.
0: That's exactly right. And then the fulfillment is just
1: like you asked yeah. for it.
0: Here it is.
1: Exactly. Exactly. No surprises. No, why should we? Be, why should we be surprised? You you've forecast it
0: based on a former thing. So this is the whole title of the book, breaking the habit of being yourself. So you've got all of this emotional baggage that's getting you to the point where you're ready to make that prediction, and then live that future that is geared to the past. You are never breaking out. You might have all the intentions in the world, but underneath it all, if that if that whole cycle is still fueling everything, yeah. you don't change. And, and Joe Dispenza is very uh, interested. He spends a lot of time doing neurochemical research. And he even posits that people will become addicted to their negative emotional responses because they, they like that rush. They, they may not really use the word like, but it is like you can feel. I, I every once in a while will know when I am fixing to to swoon or be in a really emotional state when I'm remembering something about Angus. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the laptop, his laptop crashed last week, oh, finally, yeah. and I had to go get it rebooted. Okay, well... I went into a little bit of a funk, you know, because I was just like, how can this happen? No, I can't lose him again. No, you know, yeah. and I'm having all this. Well, they they recovered everything, of course, except for the guy at the computer store cleaned the computer. Okay, which meant he wiped all the food and the the fingerprints and everything off of it that for 2 years and a few months I've just been always with, you know, fingerprints, food, okay. This is this is his computer, right? And I was like, "Ah, oh, you clean the computer," <laughs> and yeah. he was like, so happy he cleaned the computer. And he mm-hmm. doesn't know how I'm responding to this, mm-hmm. but but I had to come home and just go. Now you know what you could get into an incredible dark space right now if you want to go there, or you could not. But whatever you're doing, realize that's what you're doing, yeah. And be mindful, and then. Let's just see where it goes. And you know, I decided that I just had to be happy. And I had to be excited. And I really needed to look at this like, would Angus want me working with a computer that didn't have the current operating system that was really limiting me? The disk was full. I couldn't do anything. He would think that was so stupid, you know? And where does it go? I, I was okay. But I could have gone down that other road. Yeah. And, and I'm going to be quiet and let you talk for a minute. But one other thing just really amazes me is that sometimes we're on autopilot with these old emotions and future forecasting and we don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. You know, that we get up in the morning and we go, okay, I'm getting ready for work or I'm getting ready for school or I'm getting ready for whatever. And you're going through a program that you do every day it's like I'm get up my feet yeah, the floor, it's the habit I, it's like in it's, the title be, of the book uh, it's, it's just the habit it's the habit we all and have that, them and unless we stop every once in a while and realize that we're moving in that habitual space and then when I'm in this uh, Jim, Jim does this all the time I love my husband right he's so great but he will go if he's watching his clock and if he's not going to get eight hours of sleep he'll go well I'm going to be in a crappy mood tomorrow ah yeah. <laughs> and as soon as he gets up, he goes, "Well, I'm in a crappy mood. I didn't get enough sleep." Mm. Whereas sometimes even if you go to bed and you get all that sleep, you're you're having fitful dreams or whatever. You know, you can't predict. You you know, and oh, sometimes yeah. I don't know about you, but I've gotten four really good hours of sleep and then woken up going, "Yeah." Let's it depends
1: go. on your sleep cycle. It's not it doesn't depend on the hours. It really depends on your sleep cycle like I mean, Angus actually you know you know all the stuff that he was studying about sleep i still have one of those courses he was following about sleep and um the guy was saying how like you can have like even the ideal sleep is just 5 hours and in if you have more than 5 hours sometimes like you feel worse or it, it or the or those 3 extra hours or 4 extra hours they don't do they don't help you at all like you could wake up after 5 hours and feel great because um, that's the end of your deep sleep or something like that. Like, yeah. like it, it, it doesn't matter. It really mm-hmm. just depends on the cycle. So, absolutely. And and uh, you're so right. But I, I, I wanted to come back to the thing about the computer because the computer is tied to Angus, which is tied to your emotional response to grief, which... I wanted to bring in with mood because my biggest question when we when I was thinking about this topic was how do we differentiate grieving from a bad mood, right? Cuz you could say a mood is like, you know, you're sad temporarily, but grieving is, you know, grieving stays with you and it's okay that it stays with you. That's normal and it's going to it's going to fade obviously, but it's it's definitely more internal and you know, so so if you're feeling bad and I get this a lot a lot because I'm I am really mindful of my emotions like if I'm feeling bad I'm like hmm, am I feeling bad because I was just triggered by something that happened to me today or am I feeling bad because I'm still sad about Angus and that happens to me all the time and then eventually I think it's probably just both. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> like when I get triggered by something and, uh, and, and not even necessarily related to my grief at all, right? It could be anything, right? Um, I, I always end up thinking about my grief and I'm always like, uh, I just miss him or, Ugh, you know what? I am depressed. Um, and mm-hmm. I use that word lightly, but you know what I mean? Like it's hard to differentiate sometimes and it at the same time they're so intertwined, I think. Like the mood and your your temporary mood and your ever present grief.
0: And and I think that's so insightful. I am I, I mean I I'm working. I run his business now. Yeah. And everything I'm doing is trying to draw on all of the things he left to me, my god, I spent over three hours going through files trying to figure out which ones I could delete from the computer to free up hard drive space to load the new operating system. And I couldn't, I couldn't delete any of them because I could see the day and the hour that they were put on, and I could imagine like the last book he uploaded was A Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> and I'm thinking oh
1: how fine! yeah he wanted that. to he had a goal of like reading all the classics or something oh it was just and and you know to look at to look at the podcast he was listening to to
0: see what he was mm. getting ready for his long car trip back to Montreal because I could see the oh, queue that cool. he had set up and and I was thinking I have this And and all of the business insight that he left. He left his own voice memos. He left all of the things that he was studying. And and they're there for me, and I need to grab onto them. And sometimes I just, I catch myself going, I can't believe that I'm, 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 I can't believe the circumstances that got me to where I am right now. I can't really believe that. And and it is one of those moments where, you know, we've had other discussions about breath and... Mm -hmm and that idea, like, it takes your breath away, and you go, I need to remember to breathe, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'll sit there, and I'll just sort of freeze up for a moment, and then sometimes I'm just in this beautiful flow of feeling like, you know, I, I just have to remember that for me, he's, his physical form isn't here, but he is still here, he's still working with me, and, and I, I, I really feel that, so I think when I get in a, it's still all tied to grieving because yeah. I think sometimes I get so outdone
1: that I want a hug, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and that's mm. okay. You can sit, you know, you can say if someone's like, Hey, you in a bad mood, like smile or whatever, you know? You you can be like, hey, listen, man, I'm grieving. This is I know I, I'm this having is normal a moment, for me. You know,
0: I'm having a moment, uh, but I I also think that this idea that the the mood like you are mindful, you're, and I think that's the that's the most important part of this in terms of health and healing and moving to purpose yeah. that you find you're able to you realize what's going on and you go hmm is that so mm-hmm. okay let's just ride this yeah you know or and or, no go ahead no are, are are staying away from things that are triggers yeah. i promise you i've almost quit I, I don't know that it'll be the same next um, winter holiday period but for the past two or three years every time it gets time for the holidays, i I get well-meaning friends very well-meaning friends that that are writing me and and they're saying i know that this is a hard time for you and you it yet you must be in in a horrible sad mood and i'm like "Mm, well i wasn't until you reminded me yeah don't put that on me yeah (laughs) exactly and and then you know so they're trying their best to forecast what you're doing but you know, it's challenging. And, and mm-hmm. just like we were saying about you making the sandwiches, you could have been thinking about a stupid paper you had to write. Yeah. Or, or you could have been thinking about the dysfunctional groups that you have to be in in, in school your last semester, you know. And yeah. you can just be putting that sandwich together with
1: erg. Or this just has not... nothing
0: to do with the customers. yeah, you
1: know? Or just not yeah. even smile. It's like, it's crazy how when you just don't smile, when you have a neutral face, how people are like, wow you must be really pissed off (laughs) i'm like i just am neutral okay Well, like it must and, like it must be so hard to work in, you know, retail or a place where you have to like always be like, hi, how are you doing? You know, like I can you know, never do that.
0: You, you know what? I love doing uh, digital marketing virtually because mm. as I told Jim, I said, I can virtually ignore people. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or you like, could
1: just totally be pissed off and you like, just have to, know. you know, write in an email
0: or that, whatever. That's right. Because there's like, you have you. That, that gift of space, you know but Mm -hmm. but I think just like you can you can find yourself getting into a negative mood uh, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Happy Gilmore. I mean, it was so corny and so old and long ago. But it, is, is that happy an Gilmore? Adam Sandler?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: usually don't watch any of his stuff. But there's this one thing he'd go, go to your happy place. and And then he would mentally redo. And I was thinking about how much a lot of this mood stuff, when you start realizing that you're in control of the way you respond to your stimuli that it's almost like being on stage. You go, "Okay, I'm going to go out and I'm in this costume for right now. Mm. And this is the mood I exude when I'm in when I'm this me. And then I'm going to run and I'm going to put on the other hat and the cape and then I'm this, you know?" Yeah. And and even though I don't mean to to make light of it, but when you really start going, you know, I mean, Jim has names for my different moods. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, really? Like, oh, there's sometimes when it's just like he he won't really uh, get too near because, like, when he'll wake me up some mornings to be, he could tell by the way I'm sleeping, he'll go, don't bite. <laughs> don't, <laughs> I'm just waking you up, don't bite me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But, but I believe that the key is is to realize your mood realize that intention is tied to the way you forecast an outcome and that when you go back and you anchor into some of these negative spaces like fear oh you know like god there are sometimes when i realize that i've got a rear a a, a genuine fear of um of, of kind of abandonment that i really believe is tied to angus's uh, abrupt exit let's just say you know that i i just when someone doesn't write back to me or i i haven't gotten a phone call or, or I'm, I'm, and i go oh my god are they there are they they, they could yeah. not be there and then i'm already building this whole future scenario and maybe they just walked away from their phone for a while yeah. you know um but that that when you when you plan and you prepare and you behave in a new future where you're not you're not going oh that happened and so this is going to happen you go this is what i want to happen and this is who i'm going to be in that new moment and and then you start trying to build it yeah in a different
1: way and a and a and and, in, and a, a simple way to kind of simple i mean i don't know it depends but a way to to get yourself ready for that new kind of mood that you want to be in is really just to go back and think about when am I, you know, when am I the happiest or when do I feel good? And then church trying to recreate your environment. You know what I mean? Like, so think about when you're in a good mood. When is that, you know, is that when you're around people? Is that when you're alone? Is that when you're outside in nature? Is that when you're listening to music? Is that either so like, you you know, the list goes on and on, but thinking about those kinds of things and being like, "How could I recreate um, a good mood that I've had before?" and then just going out and doing that um, and, and I think the idea of being aware of the triggers, and then, like, yeah, for the and, negative and, ones, definitely and, and be more avoid important.
0: them or even the things that make you feel good. Like if uh, if playing the piano or cooking or yeah. going to sit down and have a coffee or reading a book or whatever, if there's some things that, you know, will help you reset and rethink that maybe negative mood space, do that. If you know that there's some things that if you hear them or if you're thinking about them or you're around them they're going to be making you anxious and and unhappy and and negative, walk away as best yeah. you can. There's some things that you know you just can't not be around. Yeah. But but um but to the best you can or or at least be aware, be mindful, be thinking about this is this is here and
1: this is making me feel this way, and I'm aware. And a, a strategy that my 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 mom has told me that I've used and that I use is um, to take some note cards and write down on each note card um, one activity um, that you like to do that you know is going to make you feel more relaxed or happy or make you smile. Maybe it's call a friend. Maybe it's take a bath. You know. Maybe it's eat a piece of chocolate. And then each on each note card, write another thing, or maybe it's a quote that always makes you smile, or anything you know. So and it's kind of like um, it's kind of like you know in taro- tarot cards where people kind of pick a card and they you know they ask the universe a question, they pick a card and you know the universe answers in some way. It's kind of like that, but you know DIY, make your own. So you make your own set of <laughs> note cards, and then whenever you're in a bad mood. You pick one and you see what the universe or yourself from the past is telling you to do. And it's like, oh hey, you know what? I really do need to go take a bath right now because that's gonna relax me so much. I know it always makes me feel good, and that's a really good strategy to, that that I use. I love that idea. I'm gonna get a whole deck of cards
0: and yeah. and you know get and some it's cards and it's fun to make some colors and yeah yeah. Oh, and you know i I know that in another podcast, maybe when we're talking more about perception, we're going to be talking about mood again as it relates to colors and and music and and what mm-hmm. have you, but they're all it's all connected, as we always say every time on all of our podcasts <laughs> the The mindfulness and metacognition are directly tied to impermanence and perception to intention and fulfillment and to gratitude and positivity and and it's just you know we're teasing out certain themes and certain topics to really dive into them more deeply but they're all connected and i think that that's when you're looking at that when you're addressing the situations that have you in a space of grieving and you're transforming that into purpose that it takes all of those different themes and all of those different elements working together to, to get you where you want to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I have so much fun when we get together to talk and it just makes me smile. And, uh, you know, it really is. It's special that you can visualize the food and the fingerprints on that laptop. <laughs> it was. Yeah. The, it was, it was used. It was so well used. Yeah. And, um, and, and now I it's going to be used by you, and you're going to get food to and have it.
1: Have it. I and am honored to yeah. have it.
0: And <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's a good thing, but I, I did. I just still feel like that man's looking at my face, and I'm looking at the computer, and I was like, oh, you cleaned it. And he's thinking, what a great thing I did. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I think I'm fixing to faint. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, you just go... This is that situation, and I could fight, I could run, or I could just go, Is that so? (laughs) Ah. (laughs) And I did have a good cry, but then I got over it. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I do love the fact that one of the main things that we are coming up with time and again is that it's okay to you you we're not trying to say fool yourself we're not trying to say imagine that you don't
1: feel the intense feelings you feel feel them yeah but just
0: be mindful of them and be like, mindful of them
1: what i also wrote down is like i sometimes want to like we want to indulge in our um like you were saying that a little bit um sometimes you like kind of feel addicted to the bad feeling but if you have a mood that's I don't know, I guess sort of neutral or happy, like, definitely indulge in it as much as you want. Like, for example, if, you know, you're feeling nostalgic and that's your mood, like, go look at some old photos, you know? That's that's a way to indulge in your mood and it's not going to be a bad thing. That's all, you know, it could turn into a good thing because you're happier. Like, if you're feeling, you know, lonely, indulge in that. Take some time for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And, like you can be like hey you know what I feel lonely but I feel like with myself and being with yourself is amazing and you can sort of turn your negative ish mood into something that makes sense for you in that moment
0: yeah and and then it's beautiful and yeah
1: and 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 then it's temporary and then it moves on to something else you know every day is a new day and every hour is a new hour and um you know you never know what's gonna happen so
0: that's right and you take a breath and you realize how beautiful it is and how full of incredible great fun energy the whole world is in the northern hemisphere i realize i'm i'm a I'm northern hemisphere centric uh, but why do you spring, say that huh?
1: because oh spring, the spring isn't
0: coming to the south yeah because spring is i love this time of year yeah i'm glad the days are getting longer i the bird song the everything is just getting ready to blossom
1: and and oh uh the blueberry bush is so happy right now i'm so glad well that's also it's not north american centric it's also where you are because i'm getting ready to go skiing on sunday so we're all we're we're also at different points right i'm excited for spring but i'm also i'm also still pretty much in the dead of winter
0: (laughs) yeah well I hope that you have a lovely weekend and I know that you're going to be in a great mood as you get ready to go on your trip to Mexico and all that sort of stuff. And you know what? I am in a such a wonderful mood. I can't wait to start looking at the Stardust applicants. And <sighs> Me too. It's a fun time of year. Yeah. It's a very fun time of year. So I love you and I wish you well and this has been fun and we are always looking forward to feedback from any of the people in our Stardust Spiritual Alchemy community. And uh yeah, you know, we love you too. So thank you.
1: Thanks for listening. Gene, you always lighten my mood. Thank you so much. I love <laughs> you. <laughs> you made me smile. Ta ta.